Blog Talk Radio. Call it number one. You rock it with your boy Fat Cat on the Fat Cat Show. So what's cracking? Ain't no party like a fat cat party, cause a fat cat party don't stop. You never catch me sleeping, man, because I'm reaching the top. And if I gotta sacrifice, I put some hip in my hop. Ain't no party like a fat cat party, at a fat cat party they blow. You know how it is, get on your mark, set, go. Let it do what it do, you on the fat cat show, yep. This show's fanatical, so spell it with a capital, cause half of you was laughable, don't have me coming after you. You know exactly what a Mac can do, a legend like Mac can do, I'ma name this Fat Cat Avenue. Man, you gotta be honest, you need to talk it out, cause if you hate and keep stepping, you need to walk it out. Man, damn, what the fuss is all about? Mean Queen, Fat Cat, they be showing out. Are they real, man? Are these niggas holding out? Make sure the middle finger hits the colon. Cause haters, they never win, man, they never do. Raising hell so the devil never go to heaven too. First off, second two, I could never do. Nephew, you think I'm sorry cause I left you? Down for making revenue. One thing I know, you tuning in to the Fat Cat Show, yeah? Ain't no party like a fat cat party cause a fat cat party don't stop. You never catch me sleeping, man. Because I'm reaching the top And if I gotta sacrifice I put some hip in my hop Ain't no party like a fat cat party At a fat cat party they blow You know how it is Get on your mark, set, go Let it do what it do You on the fat cat show Yep Yo, 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 what's cracking? You rocking with your boy, the preacher's grandson, the sinister minister, the rabbi Raymond Noodle, the chaplain of fried chicken's last rice, that's Fat Cat, and my dog, Ruth. Y'all know who it is, that's P. Tell like, but, 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 Bills, what's cracking, baby? What's happening, what's happening? Yeah, man, uh, a lovely, lovely, lovely so-called day, I guess, um, uh, a little bit of rain. It's been rain. I think this is the most rain, man, we done had since. since I don't know, man. This this rain, boy, is it, putting it. <laughs> I know. It's just been it's been doing this little thing, though. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's I don't know. I want to say um happy birthday to those with birthdays. Uh, my um oldest son getting ready to turn 21, so I'm gonna say happy birthday to him. And I want to give condolences out to uh, people that lost people. You know, um, it, it just seemed like overall, man, ev- everybody is dropping. Like people are just dropping, like it ain't nothing uh, nowadays. You can't, you can't even go on Facebook and and not see that somebody has um, passed on. And I just want to give my condolences to those who are. Uh, are um really suffering right now you know I, I i had a classmate danielle and uh ben uh benny ross who uh just lost their dad and all of that stuff so my condolences up goes out to everybody who uh experiencing loss right now and uh you know and usually around this time now you know you uh i heard this used at a, a funeral um a good family friend of ours uh he lost his mom and he's a, he's a minister, and so he eulogized his mom, and I found that very rare, you know, that uh that you even have the strength to do it, but you know, with God anything's possible. But he said, you know, give him. He told us to uh, bear with him, that uh, that you know he he's trying to get used to joining the, joining the fraternity of people that lost their their mom, and it's never. Loss is never easy. Even now, you know, uh, with Father's Day coming up it, it, here, well, might as well say it's here. You know, my grandfather was my father for the longest. And I got to get used to, you know, this is the first Father's Day. He's not here. And so, you know, and also I want to um, I want to pray for my wife uh, and her grandfather right now because he uh you know, he's going through it now, man, with uh, dementia and stuff like that. And, man, that's an ugly disease because I'm seeing it uh, uh, ravaging my grandmother right now where you can't 
you know, she'll know me one day and don't know me the next and all of that stuff. So it man, it's real ugly. But anyway, I ain't gonna take turn this into a a, a pity day, man. What's what's been happening good with you though? I don't know. I just, I've been trying to find out one thing all day today, man. I, I've been researching it on Google. I went to Yahoo. I'm and uh, yeah, I even went to uh, YouTube. What I'm is that? I'm trying to find out. Is Bush Bill dead? Yeah, he did. Yep. Cause yep. I keep hearing reports of his son talking about he's not dead yet, and oh. yeah, that, that's... I don't know what to believe. That, that's 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 the old report, but he he did uh they confirmed it uh that that he did he actually died, and uh you know get, getting into die? he died this like they uh last Sunday they said they um said that he died, but when they when they said it was early in the day and they they said he died, but they hadn't confirmed it. It wasn't you know it was just rumor. But he didn't die. The son came and said, "No, nah, his his daddy is actually still alive." But then he ended up dying that same day later on. And um, I found something very interesting. You know, uh, I found a, a, a old uh, interview of Bushwick, and he was talking about um, uh, when he shot himself in the eye, and he said uh-huh. he was he said he was clinically dead for like forty five minutes. And he said, uh, it, which I found that weird because they said after five minutes of your brain, did, you know, gone, no function, that you, you basically brain dead. But right. he, uh, but he, he said in that interview, he said he was, he was, he was chemically dead for like 45 minutes. They said that he, uh, he, he said he was in the morgue for like three hours. They said he said when he kind of like came to, he he was uh, being slid in one of those drawers, and he said he looked to the left of him, he saw a dead body, looked to the right of him, and he said uh, they was getting ready to close the drawer, and he was like, "Hey yo, <laughs> you know," he said, "I got a," <laughs> he said, "Hey yo, I got a pee," and he said, uh, "He said the the, the mortician and the uh, security guard." Ran out the room. They dropped the keys and ran out the room. And he said that he jumped down and he stuck and he started pissing on one of the uh, the other security guard came in there. And he jumped off the table and he, he and my man took off running too. So that was kind of I found that kind of a little bit kind of funny though because I could just imagine. Boy, if that was me, that that would have been a, ch- a change of career for me because I could imagine. All right. I could I could just imagine some of the scary stuff they might see in in uh in you know morgues and stuff in, in funeral homes. I just can't do it, you know. I I, I just I, I wouldn't even be able to do it. I'm telling you, that's something else. But uh, any you got you got anything else, man? Nah. <laughs> oh oh, speak, speaking of ghetto boy news too. Uh, see Scarface running for city council of Houston. Seen that? Yeah, he running for city council. I think it's, I, I think that's a little positive spin, positive spin. But you know, even though you know what, we had a couple of rappers running for th- things. I think you had uh, Wyclef running for Uncle president. Of- huh? And then Uncle Luke, I think was he running for governor or mayor? I think it was mayor. mayor. Yeah, he was mayor. Yeah. yeah, I think a, a, a lot of them. A lot of them, you know what? A lot of times we sit there and we we talked about that as far as uh, the level of rap when we was coming up and we was listening to all that stupid stuff and actually, you know, thinking that these brothers is actually living their lives. And I think that's the same thing that we got going on with this generation. And they and and they don't realize uh, this is all just propaganda. And these guys thinking that you know. You, we was thinking, you know, uh, how could these guys be players and gangsters and all that? And these men had families, and you know, these men had and Flavor Flav said it. Flavor Flav said it um, best. What? With, with that song, Channel Zero. 
Hey, don't nobody live like that. Nobody even look like that. <laughs> it was crazy though, but man, I don't know, man. We just uh, the music nowadays, man. It's just you know, I, I, you know, I guess we all generation to generation, you know, we all gonna think the music after our generation is always gonna be terrible, you know. But actually, I grew up listening to. I grew up listening to the music that my mom played. You know, I actually like that. I'm still stuck in 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 that era of music, you know, where I think the 70s and 80s had the best uh music. You know what I'm saying? It, even my you grew my up wife Funkadelic, didn't you? Yeah, all of that. And, and my um my wife, a funny story, my wife when we first started dating and I would pick her up. That's all that was playing in my own car, like the old 70s soul type stuff. And she said, dang, she said, you ain't got nothing up to date in here. You know, my <laughs> wife, I had to realize, I had to realize my wife seven years younger than me, you know, so she was. And then at that time, you know, she was in her 20s. So I had to realize, like, damn, you know, I got, I got to change it up, you know, but. You know, it's all good. What 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 else good happened with you? You know, what are you, what are you doing for Father's Day tomorrow? <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah, nothing at all. Nothing, just 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 chilling. We got to, you know, of course it's it's regular um a regular day for us church tomorrow, but for the most part, you know um. I got two weeks to uh, get the church uh, in order. I think we coming along good, you know, uh, as far as plastering and stuff like that. Trying to get the church ready for this inspection, and you know, and and, and pretty much my mind wrapped around. That's why uh, I haven't been doing shows like that because I've been really wrapped up, man. Just trying to get this thing going because uh, the city can't have have my grandfather's legacy. I, I refuse to let that happen, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, uh, I saw something pretty interesting in the news, uh, and we gotta watch this because I'm noticing a couple of states like kind of uh, sneakily passed this bill, and uh, and this this goes uh, Alabama approves chemical castration bill for some sex offenders. Now what what oh, what is that? No. Huh? So, now you know what that oh, means. No, that, that means black dudes that get accused of stuff they ain't doing, they want to cut their stuff off. Yeah, but they chemically. Check this out, Governor uh, Alabama Governor Kay Ivory, which uh, you can see Ivy, which is that uh, Barbara Bush looking chick that's on the screen. Uh, has signed a bill that will require people convicted of certain sex offenses to undergo chemical castration as a condition of parole, a requirement meant to keep perpetrators, that funny word, y'all listen to that, from committing similar crimes, said Ivy signed the bill Monday, the last day under Alabama law that she could have done so after the state legislator passed it on uh, May 31st, you know, uh, what, what this, the chemical castration law says a judge must order anyone convicted of a sex offense involving a child under the age of 13 to start receiving testosterone inhibiting medication a month before their release from prison. Most offenders will have to pay for their treatment, which will be administered by the Department of Public Health until a judge decides the medication is no longer necessary. Now, you, now we, we've been knowing that uh, for the longest they've been uh, New World Order, they've been trying to, de- uh, what they call it, depopulization. They're trying to, you know, depopulate. 
And and I think this is one of the methods used. And they said it, several other states had uh, did this previous. And we haven't really been paying attention to it. It's sliding under the radar because we've been so focused on Trump and all these other entertainment stuff that don't even mean nothing. And we have we haven't been paying attention to the details. What you think on that, man? I don't know. I I know back in um during the, uh, the slavery period, um they used to uh, castrate um the, the black men. Right. They, they was afraid um that they might rape their wives or or their wives might have have sex with them or whatnot. Um and they did that. But um they've been um castrating us, uh, chemically castrating us with uh forty ounces. Alcohol yeah. and weed. You, you know, so, a lot of you know, a lot of movies have been telling that story, like uh, Black Dynamite. Remember, they had that want liquor uh, thing. That uh, what was the name of that beer? I forgot uh, the name of the beer, but it was. Uh, but it it showed it had a chemical in it that made uh, black men sexually impotent. So um, and then and then we've been doing it to ourselves as far as our eating habits and, and, you know, a lot of men dealing with ED anyway, you know, so. Uh, well, I, I'm saying it, it, it's about what you put in your body because sooner or later your body's going to fight, uh, fight back. Yeah. And it's fighting yeah. back with you having ED. And I'm, I'm saying um, a lot of guys um, that I grew up with, we, we didn't have this conversation um it's so they the girlfriends or wives that are cheating on them or whatnot because they can no longer get it up in bed. I said, man, and, you know, they telling me the story like I was going to say, oh, yeah, me too. I'm like, is you crazy? <laughs> I mean, I'll be the laugh at it because it's, it's nothing funny, but we do have to, we do have to watch what we, you know, intake. And I'm, I'm, I'm really cutting a lot of stuff out of mind now. Now too, because you know, I I just you know, I, I look at it. A lot of us, man, we gonna be lucky to to see what fifty. You know, a lot of you know, we ain't even quite making fifty. The last couple of guys that um uh that died that that I knew growing up, man, they was they wasn't quite even forty yet. You know what I'm saying? So it's a it's a lot of going hmm. down. And for those out there that want to comment on anything we're talking about right now, that number is 646-564-9728. Press 1 if you want to comment. I'll just, you know, we doing ourselves in. We making the work so easy for them to do. We, You know, they don't even have to work hard to eliminate us. We just doing it ourselves. Yeah, uh, the, the men are impotent, and the the women in the um, late thirties and forties getting hysterectomies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's wild, and then you know how many you know how many women I know that have hysterectomies, man. Yeah, I bet he. Man, I say eighty-five percent of the women. That um, I went to high school with got hysterectomies. That mean they got all the good stuff scooped out of it. Wow. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy though. It, it it definitely it definitely crazy because you you got to look at you got you got to look at uh uh the history. I'm not judging nobody, but it, it's kind of it's kind of bad. I've never seen this many men. This many men, uh, like in their forties and fifties, that don't have children, that don't want to, that don't right. want to, you crazy, then. yeah, because they, they, they stuff don't work no more. That's why they ain't got no kids. I'm sitting up here like, are you serious? Like, literally, dog. You, you can make a baby that mistake. <laughs> man, do you, man, it's so, it's so many um guys that I grew up with. That that don't have any kids at all, and right? Say, Man, ain't never ain't never had no no abortions. Bad <laughs> right. um, to say, but, but <laughs> yeah, you you looking at it, you like damn, like what? 
what's going on? You know what? You know, because think about it. Uh, what 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 in the seventies considered the free love period? Sixty seventy was like the free love period. Everybody was having babies and and, and all of that. But nowadays, it seems like you know, uh, it this era, the people do not want to have babies. They do not want to have them, dude. Period. Our era, they don't want to have they, they 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 don't have any kids at all. I'm saying there's a lot of women um, that's even on Facebook. Or um, Instagram with no kids, and you know they they go on um, on social media with their little dogs and a bottle of wine. I call that the lonely woman kid. You have a little <laughs> the dog, <laughs> you little you, you dog. That, you were that, that dog era, man. I, I'm just curious uh, <laughs> for if, anybody that's listening. Are you in your 40s and don't have kids? And I, I want to know why, why, why you don't have any kids. That's that's a that's the thing. And we're not doing that to just joke, to make fun of or anything. But that's just curious to me. Do you uh, that people wouldn't want a life beyond their lives? That's just that's that's kind of weak, crazy to me. You know, even though during the time I think most of us we was having kids, you know. We was having kids, but we didn't even really think about, you know, it wasn't nothing planned. But, you know, it's just crazy to me that people do don't want to have kids. You know, so if Man, you, I, if, I was like I was like twenty five, twenty six when I had my daughter, so it's not like I was a teenage father or anything. I was yeah. damn near thirty years old. Yeah, but, I, I, uh, I So, so what what do you what do you think? Uh, just getting into this, what do you think what is the correct uh, age to uh, that to have a kid that you should start having a kid? You know, of course we know considering there's no correct, no correct um, age. Um, when God um, put that baby in you, it's time for you to. Uh, Throw away them um, little kid, them diapers, and put on your big girl panties and <laughs> be a parent. That's all I right. gotta say. Um, it's, it's no certain age. If you effing, it's possible. It's yeah. possible. Just tell you, you say that it's possible because my my daughter made me work harder. Yeah, and she made, and it made me be, become a better man. I say that too. Yep, I, I would definitely say that. It made me. It made me step my stuff up too, uh, having kids and stuff like that. But I think. I think uh, by me having uh, three kids, I think it gave me uh, like a second and third chance. You know, to see, to see, to right any wrongs that I might have had with the first child. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, with my son being about to be 21 uh, Monday, and I, and I look at it and I said, I said, man, you know, that's a space, that's a big space between you know my my children, because he about to be 21. My my middle child, my son Jalen, is uh about to be 12, and then my daughter is is 10. And so I'm I'm looking at it like, you know, like the things that I try to do, the things that I hadn't got a chance to do with my oldest son, with my with my kids now, you know what I'm saying? And I think the thing that I always say that I regret the most is I really didn't get a chance to like uh, mark my mark my oldest son, you know, put my imprint in him. And it's it, it, you know, and so I I try to be as like influential in my kids' lives, you know, and try to get them thinking of a certain pattern, you know, uh, a certain thing towards what they want to do and in life, and and just to make sure they certain of of things, you know. Mm-hmm. So 
I, I didn't get I didn't get a chance to really do all of that. I, I was talking to him, but it was a, it was a lot of uh, just say negative interference when I was trying to parent my uh, first child. You know what I'm saying? So it was it it, it wasn't a, a fun thing. But um, I want to I want to get into the topic of of our show today, and um, our topic. For today is ladies can men have father's day back father's day went from a day to honor fathers to a day where women bash bad fathers to a day where women bash fathers and wanted to be honored on father's day to single parity now ladies don't get me wrong i do believe in giving honor where it is due but stop taking it too far Remember, although it is not talked about often, there are men who are raising kids without women, so stop it. Ladies, let men have Father's Day back. Uh, what's your what's your uh, take on that, man? I don't know. I've never had it before. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about being celebrated on uh, Father's Day. You never been celebrated on Father's Day? Nah. I done had the barbecue. Like my daughter, she called me it was last week. She said, Daddy, you barbecuing for Father's Day? I just said, I wanted to cuss at her. I just said, all right. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's, that is something, definitely. But let's say... Uh, what do you what do you think about the statement of women of most women that say I'm both mother and father? What do you think about that statement? I don't know. I never had to live that life before. So. I but I know you don't heard. It's, it, it, it's impossible to be mother and father. But you trying to be the mother and father might be the reason why it's so we got so many. Uh, Young men that's feminizing and in and out of prison because a father's got to be. I'm saying some dad dads don't want to be part part of the, the kid's life. So find, I urge every woman to find some kind of male role model for your um, for your kids, man. Yeah, you kind of in a little girl. You kind of in and out. Can you hear me? Now? Yeah, I, I, it's it's you like me? you. Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Even see, the the little girls they need that, you know, that male input to let them know how, how guys um think and how to treat a man and um uh, and the boys they need to know um they need another a man to teach them how to treat a woman. Right. Vice versa. Right, you know, you know, um, I I can say this, like like I said before in the beginning, the strongest male influence in my life was my grandfather, but my grandfather never cared too much. He was that type of father. He didn't care whether you got him something or anything. He really too much didn't care about that day. He he his whole thing was God and church and. And all that, so he never cared about that day. Then uh, the next one, I think, was you know, male in my life was my stepfather. He was a he was a good guy to me, and um and so every every now and then he he was another guy like one of them manly men, mountain men type dudes, and he really didn't care about gifts and stuff like that. And so you know, Father's Day around was like really like. One of them days where, you know, I would just be like, happy Father's Day, you know, blah, get my granddad card, put some money in it or something like that. Um, give him some cologne every once in a while or something like that. But it wasn't, it wasn't nothing, a spectacular day because, you know, they wasn't one of them, one of them men to be like, oh, thank you, son, blah, 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 all that. They didn't care about that day. But. And then, of course, you know, my father, you know, my father, my biological, now he the same way. You know, uh, even though we had a rocky relationship, I still 
you know, we done built our relationship back up and I now I, I still give him that honor, be, you know, of, you know, calling him dad and all that. And, and I tell him happy Father's Day and all that, because now he's more of a jewel, a jewel to me now than he have, has ever been. And so he he got to earn that back back with me. And so um, I'm 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 real proud to you know call him my my father now. And but you know it wasn't like that all the time. It was an awkward Father's Day was always like sort of an awkward time for me. So I don't know. Uh, what about you? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Father's Day is just another day to me. I don't expect anything. If I got to just um, for my daughter to say happy uh, Father's Day, I'm content with that. But as far as a gift, (laughs) (laughs) but you know what? And it it was funny. Do you have any any expectations uh, of you know, for Father's Day, a gift or anything from the kids? Yeah, I, I, I pretty much, because my wife and kids have been sneaking around, kind of. They kind of been sneaking around and stuff. And and then then with my daughter, you know, you can, she's not a good secret keeper. She said, well, you know, <laughs> you, could always, you could always get something out of her, out of her, you know, so all you got to do is really pay uh, close attention to her, and she, you know, she'll give it up. But it, it, it's like I don't, I don't try to dig out of it, you know. Dig my my daughter, my daughter would be like, Daddy, I can't tell you, but you got something nice, she, you know. She, she give you can't do no crap, with her. You know, yeah, you, you'll be in jail for a lifetime. But, but I, I just, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm honored. For you know what I'm saying. I don't. I'm not gonna say I'm the best father, but I try to do the best that I can, you know, with with my kids. But I I resent the fact. I resent the fact that uh, when a woman uh, comes up and says that I'm a fa- that I'm the father too, because uh, that's a that's a rare honor that. Uh, that is happening in today's society where where men are uh a lot of men are stepping up to be fathers there's there's a lot of them but there you know men that are fathers but there's you know the negativeness behind uh fatherhood is so bad that you know I don't like when when somebody else comes out an uh, outsider comes in and tramples it you know, because so much is being taken from good men nowadays, you know, and that that's a lot of resentment for me for a woman to stand up and say that she that she's a father. Because first off, especially uh, a black from a black father and, and for a black woman to do that and knowing that the struggles that black men, strong fathers are going through, you know. And that that's that's you know uh, some something in it you know a conversation in itself. What about you? Oh man, I don't know. I I, I think uh, like most of the brats, <laughs> they come from single single um, parent households, and, and they grew up you know hearing their mother say, oh. Well, I need a man for nothing. I'm the mother and the father. And they're just carrying on their legacy, saying the same stupid stuff they've been hearing. You know, love. They've been a kid. Yeah. Make sure you keep your uh, the mic near your mouth because you, you went real okay. low. Um, yeah, okay. but you, you know what? My, I never, even though my father wasn't in, in my life, I never heard my mom bash my father. Never, and I think that's well, a she's work. a good woman. She's a good woman because he's. I've heard plenty of women talking about your daddy ain't this, your daddy ain't that. Uh, 
And, and then I, I want to get this across. Women, it, just because you, you, you might have custody of the child, if, you, if you're bashing the father for being a bad father in front of the ch- child, you're still doing that child a disservice. You are. You're just supposed to continue to teach the child as far as, uh, what, what up, Wallace? You got to continue to uh, teach the child and uh, let them know what what they should be looking for in a husband or or whatnot. You know, even if they choose to get married, I always tell my daughter, you know, um, to, you know, because she see the love between me and her mom. She see she see that love, you know, and I said, well, you you make sure when you find you a husband that he loves you as much as your dad loves your mom. You know, look at that because she never see me. She she never see me put my hands on her mother. She never see me uh, cuss at her mother or nothing like she's never seen that. And so. I, I just want her to, you know, strive for the same thing, you know. But it's it's just, you know, it's rough out here because, like I said, you turn on you turn on the uh, on Facebook and you look at half these videos out here. You hear these women, you know, trying to trying to be males. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, I'm tired of looking at videos of, of ladies smoking weed, talking like dudes. You know, and and I've I've never seen anything quite like it, man. It's 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 disheartening, you know, to to see all the manly stuff that these some of these women are doing. I I I just think I'm, I'm sorry. I might be I might sound sexist, but I think it's manly for a woman to drink beer. I do. I just think that's the most <laughs> manly stuff that that a one of the most manly stuff that a woman can do. You sit up here sipping out of a bottle, you know, and drinking a forty and smoking a smoking weed and all of that, man. That's that's so. I, man, I just don't even know what to say behind that. That's just that's a turn off to me. I can't stand it. And uh, anybody else that got any comments on that? That number is six four six. Five six four nine seven two eight. Press one if you want to comment. Maybe I should ask anybody, any women in that's listening now. And I, I want to ask this question and be truthful. Have you ever, have you ever did that disservice to man where you said that you were both the the mother and father? You know, we're not gonna bash you. Just just be truthful about it. You know, call that number again. That's six four six five six four nine seven eight. Press one if you uh, want to comment. Any, uh, you know, the thing that I that that gets me too is that uh, I, I seen I seen a, a a lady. I don't, but I ain't gonna judge it because I don't know what goes on behind cl- closed doors. But it's it's a couple that familiar with and the guy seemed like you know on the surface a good father like he was trying to see his kids and all that stuff they ended up breaking up but he was trying to see his kids and uh some women women at most times they get vindictive and the kid becomes a weapon they use the kid as a weapon i done had it happen to me and you know, so I can really speak on that type of thing where the where mothers know when the father truly loves their kids, and they begin using the child as a weapon, and, and then you want to bash them, bash them, and talk bad stuff about them uh, to the child, and then uh, Father's Day is is used as a uh, let's say a landmark to just really let uh, fathers have it. And that's one thing that I I I can't appreciate right there. Uh, what about you? Hello. Um, I don't know. I'm lost for words. 
<laughs> you're at a loss for words. <laughs> you, you do you know uh, anybody that's going through uh, something right now, heavy, like as far as you know, what is what is? Well, let me ask this: what what's some of the worst things you you think that a uh, uh, that a woman can say to a father that's trying, or 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 what she could do to a father that's really trying to be the best dad that that he could be? Oh, I can tell you my own personal experience of bull crap that I, I heard. <laughs> okay. I heard uh, that little money you give her every week is nothing. I said, that little money you give her every week is nothing. I give her the same amount of money every week. Still uh, buy her, um, she was to get her, did pick her up from school every day. And you said, what, I, what I'm doing is nothing? I said, oh, man, this, this woman is retarded. <laughs> Wait, we, gotta, we do have a call. Hold on. You rocking with the Fat Cat Show? What's happening? Yeah, uh, this is uh, Larry Lindsay. Uh, is, is this? Uh, I'm, I'm calling from Midland, Michigan. This is Larry Lindsay. <laughs> okay. What's up, Larry Lindsay? Um, I I I want to know is this one of my ex students? Um, Thomas Thomas Quinn. Uh, you know, I've got um someone here right here. Want to talk to you? Name is, you remember? You remember uh, uh, Valerie, don't you? You guys call her uh, Big Val. Yeah, oh, man. yeah, I remember Big Val. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, guys. I just want to say I'm really proud of you two. Um, you know, out of all the years, out of people being successful, you you guys were the successful as you know um, with the radio shows, and I'm hearing a lot of good things about this right here. Although um, I had a I had a call from uh, one of your uh, classmates that uh, he wasn't too happy. His name was uh, I believe it was uh, Tom Collins. Do you remember him? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, we remember Tom Collins, man. <laughs> well, uh, guys, guys, keep it up. And uh, if you if you if you ever if you ever come back to the uh, campus, lunch on me, guys. You know I used to love that cat food. Uh, Thomas, you couldn't get in. So uh, you don't know nothing about that. <laughs> oh, man. That, that's how cold, D. Lizzie. That's how well, cold. Hey, uh, right? facts for facts. You know, I helped that guy, and, and, and he still backdoored me. Sounded <laughs> like what you got to say about that, man. I have no idea who, who this is. Well... Tom, I, I hear your voice. You know, um, your your, but, your buddy told me to give you a call. You know, um, he he said that you guys were starting a lot of stuff uh, with with Tom Collins, and <laughs> the guy is the guy is um, he, you know, guys, he's gay. <laughs> Did you know that? I don't have no problem. I don't have no problem with homosexuals. I just don't, well, I don't... well, you know. At the time in Northwood, he was in the closet, so he just uh, he, he just came out and you know. Um, but I, I tell you guys what, if you're in Midland, have lunch on campus with me. Uh, you know, uh, you you can you can come by the office, Tom, and you uh you still owe a little balance, uh, a little bill. You know. Uh, <laughs> hey, go ahead, cut him off, man. <laughs> All right, all right, D. Lizzie. Oh man, man, what's man? You you still owe the Northwood College, man? Huh? I don't know huh? what you're talking about, man. I man, don't know you what still... you're talking about, man. <laughs> oh man, that, that guy right there, boy. I'm gonna tell you, it's else, man. But anyway, man. Uh, yeah, we um, we definitely, man. Um, I, I admit some men drop the ball. Some men drop the ball, but it's a lot of good brothers out here that are really trying to to raise their kids. You know, there or it's some right now. I know a couple of guys right now 
that including you that raised your that raised your your daughter by yourself and then you know of course you know I know a guy who who basically took uh custody for uh, of his kids his his daughter his son and daughter and he raised them so but we don't we don't never shine a spotlight on that type of achievement for men instead uh uh, we get bashed oftentimes for uh, little things. The system already got it set up, especially with black fathers. Uh, it's, we we catch the most hell, you know, when it comes to that. Because this this whole child support thing was is was real crippling for for black fathers. Real crippling. You know, they call it friends of the court. All that crazy. The stuff that I went through when I had to um, deal with friends of the court, man, I, I'm telling you, it is not an encouraging thing, especially if a woman just wants I, to be there. Luckily, I've never had to deal with the friends of the court, ever. Yeah. You know, I I was about to say something bad, but I just, I'll reframe. I'll reframe myself. You caught yourself, huh? Good. I mean, hey, you know, yeah. <laughs> thank you for thank you for catching yourself there, because I'm I'm telling you, that was not a good experience for me. And then it it was like, because you are already considered a deadbeat, even if you ain't. You know what I'm saying? And I could could I have done things? Could I have done things a little bit different with my with my first son? Yeah, I mean we all could be better at at certain things. But the thing is, I wasn't a bad father, you know. And he even said my my son even said that you wasn't a bad dad to me. He said it, and and I and I was like, and I said I, I could have did a little. Yeah, I could have did a little more. But I was going through for, for most of his uh his childhood, you know, me and his mom had a rocky, real rocky uh uh relationship. It was it was so I'm telling you. I, I just them days I'm so glad it's they're far behind me, man. I, I just can't even I can't even tell you. So uh I I'm I know you glad you I know you went through your own. We all got our own nightmares in a, you know, in a certain way. But man, I want to tell you, I was going through something during them during them time, and that's why I really, I think most men now are scared to have babies because they don't want to be dealing with the drama. You know? Oh man, if I was to get somebody pregnant at my age and have to deal with that bull crap. I, I would cry for days. You hear me? I would cry for days. I, I just, I'm too old to be uh, um, in court, in the presence of the court. Man, I celebrated. Oh, I celebrated when my when my son uh, graduated, and I, I think back all the way to uh, my first Father's Day. My first father's Father's Day was spent in the hospital. You know, uh, was spent in the hospital room um, with my son, and um, I never forget that day. That was a that was a trip because each child uh, was different for me. Each birth, I was there for when all my kids were born, and each moment was like different for me. And I think, I think that's a moment I never forget unless dementia come and hit me. And I, I think that was. That was one of the uh, sweetest things that I that I um, been through uh, to be able to see all my children born, and um, and and women and some women they think uh, they think if you're not doing some of them, not all of them, if you're not doing a bid, then you're a bad father. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I just but this. This doggone uh, uh, ideal that they could be both man, uh, man and woman to the child—you got it twisted. 
And like you said, that's why so, so much of these young men are so emotional now. You know, they're 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 because the emotional man, uh, emotional man will beat you or kill you, kill a woman. Oh yeah, men men are not meant to be emotional like that. And I tell my daughter all the time, if he if he cries uh, and he's very emotional, nine times out of ten. He'll beat you and cry with you, like I don't know why I did that. Yeah, yeah. You and you know what? I, I I ain't even gonna disagree with you on that, because I'm telling you, I I done seen so many stories where where these men uh they get so mad at the mother they shoot her and they shoot the kid. This just happened. Uh uh, I just seen something a, a guy uh got into it with his uh baby baby mother in the mall of america and he took the child and threw him threw the child off the balcony at the mall of america just a emotional dude i just you know i don't know i just pray i just pray that both my my children all my children can find you know that's if they 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 choose to be in relationships or whatnot which i pray because we I need extensions of, of my family, but I, I pray they find the right people in their lives, you know. So I'm trying to, you know, do my best and uh, educate and teach. You know, I know the last show we had talked about, uh, uh, Brother Reed brought brought up the fact that um, if you want to know, if you want to know a woman, uh, what she going to be like, look at her mama. And I don't agree with that all the time. You know, I think that's what what percentage would you put? I know you hate percentages, but what percentage would you put on that? That that that's all the time true. I I, I, I just I put, I put that in the, I put that in the nineties because that's for real. You think the so? Most horrible women, most horrible women, not all, but most. I'm I'm saying if mama couldn't keep a man, guess what? The daughter ain't gonna know how to keep one either. Wow, I I I didn't see that. Go ahead. What you say? When dating, like I say, when dating, man, I learned that man, I will not be with a woman who mama couldn't keep no man. None of her sisters couldn't keep no man. Her aunties couldn't keep no man. Nah, I'm saying y'all don't know how to treat a man. And you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be anybody's son. <laughs> so, so right, right now, and I, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm asking you because I, I want, I want, uh, I want, I want to uh, get satellite hooked up for uh, Father's Day. We gotta find somebody to. We gotta find somebody to get him a Father's Day gift. It, any any takers out there? We need we need a Father's Day gift for uh, satellite. I, 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 we we go we gonna get you hooked up, man. Remember the last time we tried to get you hooked up? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I got my own job. My own job. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with y'all, man. <laughs> yeah, we got we got to talk to Dean Lindsay after the show because something is definitely wrong wrong with him. That, is he even deaned up at Northwood still? I know nothing about Northwood. I know, but anyway, I, I'm just you know. So, ladies, I, I'm I'm hoping that. Uh, you out there and if you got a good good guy in your life or well if you got a good guy in your life then it wouldn't be no problem well let, let's just say the women that are uh single and you and you bash honor somebody in your life that you know that is a good father you know maybe it maybe it just didn't happen for you and then most of the time, if you've been relationship after relationship, 
and uh, it always went went the other way, then you got to start uh, examining yourself, you know. But my thing is always, you know, uh, women cannot be men. You can't be men. You could be you could be a great mother to the child, but let that man, let men have Father's Day. Good men. Every man don't deserve it, but there are some good fathers out there that that deserve to be honored. The Bible says, uh, "Give honor to where honor is deserved." It says it. So um, give that man, let that man be honored. Fix him, fix him a good dinner. You know, uh, don't take don't take the man for granted. It should be, it should be. Uh, we should honor each other every day. It shouldn't just be a day. We know what this is all about. Uh, you know, just spending money, a spending money day. You ain't got to go out and spend no money. Just make that make that man uh, feel like a king, king every day. Make him some, make him some good steak, some some vegetables and all of that. You know. So man, I I, I hate that in your time as a as a father that you didn't uh experience uh a, a, a good i know you had to have one out of the years you was a father you had to have one man oh i don't know maybe i did <laughs> you you had to have one what no gift I, i'm trying to think of i'm trying to think if the most gifts you that i what? got I did. I did. I got an outfit before. Oh, okay. 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 Did you? Did you? Expectations never there. I I never cared about. You know what? And really, really, I I didn't. I think my wife, my wife took me out to dinner several times, and she did this. She did this before we w- was even married. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna tell you something. I- I'm not gonna put it on air. I- I'm gonna tell you after the show uh, about the theory, but I'm not gonna put it about a theory that I came up with. I don't want to put it out because uh, people might think I'm talking about them. So, uh, but anyway, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, we want to. Thank everybody for tuning in to the Fat Cat Show today. Uh, happy Father's Day to all the fathers. All the good fathers. Like I said, everybody don't deserve that uh don't deserve that uh that honor. But I wanna put this out. I wanna say happy Father's Day to uh Pastor R B friend, rest in heaven. Uh you were the best uh, father that I had in my life, and uh, I appreciate everything that you taught me during my life. And it's this is hard because this is the first Father's Day that you you're not uh, here on Earth, and um, and I will always cherish what you taught, and um, and always be appreciative of uh, what what was learned out of your life and that was love. So, um, into, uh, Willie Riley, uh, my stepfather, same thing, rest in peace. And to all the good fathers, anybody you want to give a shout out to? No. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> wow. Dog, man, we gonna have to re-examine your life, man. We gonna have to call that, that lady Ayana or something. <laughs> not, not one good thing going on with your life. No, no good Father's Day. No, don't want to give a man a shout out. Don't want to do nothing. Huh? Just give a shout. Just give a shout out to all the good fathers, including yourself. I'm gonna give a shout. I'm gonna give a Special shout out. Shout out. All the good fathers. And I'm gonna give a shout out to Mad Dog on uh on uh, uh Jason's lyrics. 
<laughs> but man, anyway, y'all stay cool, peaceful. Um, honor that father, and we up out of here, y'all. Peace. Yo, man, Varric is silly, man. <laughs> Said you still hold the balance. And then he's going to say you couldn't get in the little cafeteria. <laughs> but my, um, my mother-in-law... My my mother in law was buried twice. Buried twice. She and she, you know, and that's why she's so mad and stuff right now.
Mm-hmm. 